Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Have no fear. We will be covering the Mueller press conference that's about to happen in uh, a few minutes. Don't you worry. We will cover it on the show. Don't ask how we do it. It is the magic of the Dan Bongino production. We will be covering the Mueller report. Mueller speaks. Do not go anywhere. I've got a lot of news to cover you. Welcome to the Dan Bongino uh, show today. Producer Joe, how are you today? I'm doing well. Ready for a chock full show, Dan O. Yes, we will make this happen because our recording schedule is usually 10 o'clock to 11 o'clock Eastern. But Mm -hmm. don't you worry. I've got you covered. Even if the show comes out a few minutes late today, we will have coverage of that. But I also have to cover Jim Comey's ridiculous, absurd, outrageous, cover your butt op-ed yesterday and a couple of other stories (laughs) that happened in the news. So no time to waste. Let's get right to it. Today's show brought to you by the most comfortable sheets humanity has ever invented. Bowl, B-O-L-L and branch, bowl and branch, bowl and branch. I love these sheets. They are the finest sheets humankind has ever seen. You need to sleep well. You want to sleep well. If you're not sleeping on bowl and branch sheets, you're not sleeping as well as you could. Getting a great night's sleep is easier and more affordable than you think. You don't need an expensive new mattress or sleeping pills. You just need to change your sheets. Check out bowl and branch for the best sheets around. We love them. Everything Ball and Branch makes, from bedding to blankets, is made from pure, 100% organic cotton, which means they start out super soft, and they age like a fine wine. They get softer over time. You believe it? They do. Everyone who tries Ball and Branch sheets loves them. They have thousands of five-star reviews. Forbes, The Wall Street Journal, and Fast Company are all talking about Bowl and Branch. Even three U.S. presidents sleep on Bowl and Branch sheets. Shipping is free, and you can try them for 30 nights. If you don't love them, send them back for a refund. You're not going to. You're going to love them. But there's no risk, and there's no reason not to give them a try. Get you started right now. My listeners, you'll get $50 off. Can't beat that. Your first set of sheets Mm. at bowlandbranch.com. Promo code Bongino for $50 off. That's bowl, B-O-L-L, and branch.com for $50 off. Bowlandbranch.com. Promo code Bongino for $50 off. Go check them out. All right, let's go. Busy news day. Here we go. Okay. Yes, Jim Lyon, Jim Comey. Hapless former FBI Lion Jim Lion Jim back in <laughs> to, to uh, steal one of Donald Trump's favorite nicknames. Lion Jim comes out yesterday, uh, writes an absurd, ridiculous op-ed in the Washington Post uh, entitled uh, "No Treason, No Coup, Just Lies and Dumb Lies." At that, fascinating coming from potentially the dumbest man in this entire scandal, hapless Lion Jim Comey. Now. What's going on with this? I am going to annihilate and decimate this ridiculous op-ed piece by piece. I have six particular snippets I'm going to break down that is going to give you an overarching view of how awful of a person and a human being Jim Comey is and how he can never tell the truth. He is incapable of honesty, this hack Jim Comey, okay? Okay. Why first? Why? Not why am I going to cover it. I'm going to cover it because it's news. Why did Jim Comey write the opinion piece in the Washington Post that came out last night? I think the answer is obvious if you've been following this case. Donald Trump gave the attorney general a declassification authority on Friday. It is now Wednesday of the following week. Jim Comey probably realizes all of the back channel stuff he's been doing. The use of a discredited spy, verifying unverified information, lying, aggressive tactics against political campaigns, the use of human spies and signals intelligence known as human and SIGINT, that these tactics were clearly unethical, immoral, and potentially illegal, and he's about to get caught, period. 
That is the only reason Comey's writing this op-ed. He is trying to get out ahead of the story to C-H-A, not C-Y-A. Cover uh-huh. his... Okay. Arse. Yes. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's right. Arse. That's right. The, the Scottish version of it. Yes, sir. You get it? I think. Yeah, I <laughs> Maybe. think. Something like that. <laughs> Let's go to screenshot number one from this ridiculous Washington Post piece by Jim Comey and point out, just so we're clear what I'm going to do, in these six screenshots, I'm going to point out the lies All that right. Comey knows are lies that he's trying to cover and spin. Okay. Screenshot number one from the piece. This is an important one. He says, Russia engaged in a massive effort to interfere in the 2016 presidential election. Near as I can tell, there is only one U.S. leader who still denies this fact. Okay, fine. Russia is our enemy. No big secret there. That's not the interesting part. Here's where it gets fascinating. Comey writes, the FBI saw the attack starting in mid-June 2016 with the first dumping of stolen emails. In late July, when we were hard at work trying to understand understand the scope of the effort, we learned, listen, listen to Comey, this slime ball. We learned that one of Trump's foreign policy advisors, he's talking about Papadopoulos, knew about the Russian effort six weeks before we did. That is a lie. That is not true. What is he referencing? He is referencing George Papadopoulos' meeting with mm-hmm. Joseph Mifsud the Maltese professor, in April, where Mifsud, this Maltese professor, allegedly tells Papadopoulos about Russian dirt on Hillary. What's the problem with that writing, uh, that piece of writing Comey did in the Washington Post? Comey's saying two different things. Follow me, folks. Joe, I need you here as the audience on Buzzfeed. Okay, it's important. Follow me. Mifsud allegedly told Papadopoulos about the Russians having dirt on Hillary, Mm -hmm. i.e. Hillary's emails. But that was not the Russian effort. What was later uncovered and believed to have been by many, but I'm still skeptical about some of these claims, the Russian effort was the Russian effort to hack the DNC, not Mm -hmm. Hillary. Okay. Remember, it was the DNC emails that were released by WikiLeaks, not Hillary. So Comey does this sleight of hand. Can you put that back up again? Is that possible on screen? Yeah, uh, If is. you want to watch YouTube.com slash Bongino if you want to watch at home. Notice what he does here. He cool. does a quick sleight of hand. And he says that Papadopoulos knew, he said, we learned one of his foreign policy advisors, talking about George, Mm -hmm. George Papadopoulos knew about the Russian effort. He did not know about the Russian effort because the Russian effort, according to Comey, was to release the DNC emails, but that's not what Mifsud told Papadopoulos. 10-4. He didn't say anything about the DNC emails. Do you think Comey doesn't know this? Ladies and gentlemen, listen, I'm always deeply honored that you listen to my show. I mean that passionately from the bottom of my heart. You've made my life so rewarding and enriching. But I'm, I am not the guy with the highest IQ in this. I'm not the best investigator in the world. I don't pretend to be. I'm a good investigator, and I do a lot of reading, and I enjoy what I do, as Joe knows. I don't pretend to be the smartest, the quickest, or the wittiest guy in this. I say that not to put myself down and, and be ridiculous, but do you think I know that, that Jim Comey does, is, is, and Jim Comey doesn't, that the Russian effort was to release the DNC emails, not the Hillary ones that mm. were allegedly said to Papadopoulos? 
Of course he knows that. He's lying to make George Papadopoulos look like a more significant figure than he was. Papadopoulos knew about the Russian effort. What Russian effort? The one to hack the DNC emails. Yeah, but that's not what Papadopoulos knew about. He allegedly knew about Hillary information the Russians had. That's not the DNC scam or the Russian effort. Oh, ah, shucks. Darn. Dan Bongino got me again. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think I, again, I'm not putting myself down to be funny or silly. Oh, dude. Or to do like a humble brag. I'm just telling you, I I, I like my homework. I do my homework. But this is not difficult to figure out what Comey's doing. He wants you to believe George Papadopoulos knew about this scheme when he didn't so that the targeting of Papadopoulos by Comey looks legitimate. That's why this guy is such a sleazeball. He is so sleazy. People are like, we have to stay away from the ad hominems. You know what? You do that. I'm sorry. I'm pissed off at this guy. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, folks. But I'm not going to stay away from any of these attacks on these people because they attack us at all times. Look at Comey. Look at the title of the piece. Dumb lies at that. Dumb (laughs) lies? You're the dummy, not us. Because you lie and you think we're not going to catch you in your lies. It gets better. I've got five oh, no. more of these. Here's screenshot number two from his absurd opinion piece. Notice the lie here. So the first lie is about the Russian effort and Papadopoulos. They're not yeah. the same thing. Papadopoulos knew about Hillary's emails. Comey goes on. In April of 2016, that advisor, again, talking about Papadopoulos, Talk to a Russian agent in London. This is He screws up his own story here. Yeah. And he learned that the Russians had obtained dirt on Hillary Clinton in the form of thousands of emails and that the Russians could assist the Trump campaign through the anonymous release of information damaging to Clinton. We may go back to this for a second, so hold on. The big lie in this. He just told us in the paragraph before about how they knew about the Russian effort. The Russian effort was not Hillary Clinton's emails. It was the DNC emails. Those are two distinct, separate things. Comey is inflating the presence of George Papadopoulos in the scheme to make the spying on of George Papadopoulos and his entrapment seem legit. But Mm -hmm. that's not the takeaway from Section 2 here. The Section 2 takeaway of this op-ed is the first line in that where he mentions that Papadopoulos talked to a Russian agent in London? Hmm. What evidence does he have of that? Who is he talking about? He's talking about Joseph Mifsud, the Maltese professor. Ladies and gentlemen, there is no evidence that this guy was a Russian agent. Comey knows this. Comey's team, listen to me, to debunk this guy and destroy his credibility permanently because he is a liar and a disgraceful one at that. The FBI interviewed Mifsud in February of 2017, nearly a year after this meeting between Mifsud, the alleged Russian agent, according to Hack Comey, and Papadopoulos. If he's a Russian agent, why did you let him go? Why is he in pictures all over the internet for anyone to see, Mifsud, that is, mm-hmm. in pictures right. with Western intelligence assets. In other words, Western friendly intelligence agencies. Right. People from the United Kingdom, people from Italy, countries friendly to the United States, their intelligence assets. If this guy's a Russian agent, why didn't you warn them? 
Why did you allow him back in the country in February in 2017 to interview him? Why did you let him leave? Because, folks, for the thousandth time on this show, Mifsud is not a Russian agent. Comey knows this. Again, I am not the smartest, wittiest guy running this. There are a lot of brilliant people. I do my homework. I know this. I assure you with absolute certainty that Jim Comey knows that's a lie. He wrote about, in the first paragraph there, Papadopoulos' effort to assist the Russian effort, even though that had nothing to do with Hillary's emails, mm-hmm. to inflate the importance of Papadopoulos. In the second thing, he want, mm-hmm. in the second paragraph there, he wants to inflate the role of Mifsud because mm-hmm. Mifsud was part of the entrapment scheme to entrap Papadopoulos. He was working with friendlies to entrap Papadopoulos. Comey doesn't want any part of that. So what does he do? He lies again, which is what Comey does over and over, almost in like a sociopathic fashion. Yeah. You think Mifsud believes... Uh, Comey believes Masood's a Russian agent. Comey's buddy is Bob Mueller. Even Bob Mueller in the Mueller report, nowhere in his report does he claim Masood is a Russian agent. Nowhere. He says Masood has Russian connections, but he never makes that criminal or claims he's an agent of Russia anywhere. But Comey knows that? No, he doesn't know that. He is a liar. Can you put up that that second one again? I'm sorry. I don't mean to keep going back to it. I'm driving my uh yeah just checking in there uh, dan we're good we're with you so far okay Okay. all right but this last line is important too all right of course nobody from the trump campaign told us this or about the russian approaches we had to learn it months after the fact from an allied ambassador that is false too nobody on the trump campaign told jim comey or his fbi about the russian dirt on hillary comment Because Papadopoulos didn't tell anybody about it other than this Greek, this Greek politician. He -hmm. didn't tell anybody on the Trump campaign. The Trump campaign didn't know. And Mifsud denies even saying this. So you wanted Papadopoulos. By the way, Papadopoulos makes crystal clear that he told the FBI about Downer that he thought Downer was spying on him. So you want the Trump campaign to notify you about information they didn't have. Just so we're clear, Jim, because you think we're idiots. There's one other line at the end of that that's important, at the end of the the second uh, piece here. We had to learn it months after the fact from an allied ambassador. He's talking about Alexander Downer, who meets with uh, two weeks later with uh, Papadopoulos after that Mifsud Russian dirt allegation, the the conversations happened, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is not true either. Both Downer and Papadopoulos both deny that Russian dirt on Hillary was not mentioned at that meeting. Do you understand Comey is incapable of honesty on this case? He is being so incredibly dishonest that I'm telling you it's almost sociopathic. That he will not just come out and state the obvious. I lied. I got caught. We made a mistake. Just even Karl Rove, who is definitely a moderate Republican and Mm -hmm. a Bush guy. Karl Rove came out on Fox and said, I just don't get it. 
Just admit you screwed this thing up, man. Okay. Number three. I'm telling you, I sat in a Chipotle last night with my wife. I'm not kidding. Going through this, reading this, just stunned at the unbelievable dishonesty in this. Stunned. All right, put that back up, please. All right, photo three. They always take them down on me as right as I'm about to talk about it. Just always trying to talk about it. Okay, he goes on. But when we finally learned of it in late July, he's talking about the fake Russian dirt stuff. What should the FBI have done? Okay, stop right there. What should the FBI have done? Maybe what they did with Senator, Democrat Senator from California, Dianne Feinstein, when they found out an actual Chinese spy was on their staff, Joe? Yeah. You know what they did? Get ready, Joe. This is a Mm. shocker. They briefed the staff that there was trouble. Hey, this guy may be a spy for China. And you know what they did? They investigated the spy. They didn't get a FISA warrant on Dianne Feinstein. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Finally, the studio audience even gets it. (laughs) So let me get this straight. Dianne Feinstein has an actual spy on her staff. Uh. There's no FISA warrant on Dianne Feinstein or her team. But they do what they should have done. They investigate the spy. But instead of investigating Ms. Sud, who, again, there's no investigation, Ms. Sud. The FBI lets him go. They start a FISA surveillance process on the Trump team. Oh. And read the first line again. This is Jim Comey not only playing liar, but playing stupid liar. What should we have done? What are we going to do? What are we going to do, man? What are you going to do? Investigate the so-called Russian asset you lied about. You don't investigate Trump. He goes on. What do you want me to do? Let it go? But nobody's suggesting you let it go, you dunce. This is the no true Scotsman stuff. He does this all the time. Nobody plays dumb better than Jim Comey. You know where the dossier comes from? I don't know. I have no idea. (laughs) Big six foot seven full of dopiness. Dopiness stacked to the sky, Jim Comey. What should we have done? Maybe investigate the Russians, not the Trump team. All right, back to the photo three there. What should we have done? Go tell the Trump campaign? You think, Jim? You think maybe telling the Trump campaign like you told Dianne Feinstein? You think that was a good option? Tell the press? You did tell the press. Yeah, yeah. Paula, I sent that to you earlier. I, I know I'm throwing <laughs> everything out of order, but do you have that New Yorker piece uh, I sent to you uh, earlier where it talks about the investigation on November 1st? We'll throw it up. Uh, for now, we'll put it on a post-production. But there's a New Yorker piece November 1st before the election of 2016 where someone did tell the press. Oh, I'll get to that part cow. later. Yeah, we don't even need to. Okay. They, this guy is a lot... This is serial dishonesty, borderline sociopathic behavior. Again, from photo three. Be divorced after this show today. Sorry, folks. I'll be on. I'll be on a dating app after the show today. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Photo three. Yeah, it goes on. My poor <laughs> wife, you're crazy. All right. He says, "No, we investigated to see what the facts were. We didn't know what was true." 
Maybe there was nothing to it. Or maybe Americans were actively conspiring with the Russians to find out the FBI would live up to its name and investigate. This is Comey again trying to take the FBI mantle and wear it as his own. You may say, well, of course he would, Dan. He was the director. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. Because you know what he's doing there, Joe? Yeah. This was not the FBI. I've worked with the FBI. I say this in the utmost of sincerity. Their agents are excellent. There are bad apples, of course. There have been a lot of bad apples. Unfortunately, there were a lot of bad apples at the top. But this is Comey who made a lot of unilateral Jim Comey decisions trying to take the... Oh, well, the FBI was going to live up... It was just not the FBI. This was you and a few idiots at the top who did what you did in circumvention of U.S. surveillance laws. Stop with the nonsense, Jim. All right. Um, You know what? Before we get to photo four... Uh, I want to, uh, we just want to make sure we get into, you know, companies pay a lot of uh, good money to be here on the show and to talk to you. And we love our sponsors. Today's show also brought to you by our buddies at Harry's. Look at this. Come on. That is the finest, sleekest looking razor you're ever going to get. Look at that shave. Look at that. It's got the protector on the way. Look at that. Harry's razors. Love them. Sleek, ergonomic handle. I only need to shave once with this. My facial hair grows fast because I take a lot of collagen. I only need to shave once in the morning. You see me at night. Tonight, I'll be on Laura Ingram's show. You'll see me still clean shaven. That's how close of a shave Harry's is. Join the 10 million who've tried Harry's razors. Claim your trial offer today by going to harrys.com slash Bongino. Listen, Harry's founders, they were tired of paying for razors that were overpriced, overdesigned. Flexi balls, flux capacitors, time machines in them. No, no, we don't need that. We need a razor with a nice crisp blade that shaves your face closely. That's what we need. We don't need a time machine. We don't need the the guy from Back to the Future showing up with the DeLorean. We need a razor. And there it is, folks. They fixed that, Harry's. They have a simple, clean design with quality, durable blades at a fair price. Harry's bought a world-class blade factory in Germany. It's been making quality blades for over 95 years. They've received over 20,000 five-star reviews, 20,000 on Trustpilot and Google. Replacement cartridges are just $2 each. That's half the price of the Gillette Fusion Pro Shield. You don't need to overspend. Go to Harry's. All Harry's blades come with a 100% quality guarantee. If you don't love your shave, let them know. They'll give you a refund today. Go today, get a $13 value trial set that comes with everything you need for a clean, close, comfortable shave. Weighted ergonomic handle, five-blade razor with lubricating strip and trimmer blade. Nice. Rich lathering shave gel, travel blade cover. Don't ding up your blades. Listeners of my show can redeem their trial set at harrys.com slash Bongino. Harrys.com slash Bongino. Let them know we sent you to support the show. Okay. Getting back to... Comey's delusional, sociopathic, lying opinion piece in the Wall Street, uh, excuse me, in the Washington Post. Was that thorough enough covering Jim Comey's spectrum of uh, potential mood disorders here? Okay, uh, photo four. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I know, it's crazy, isn't it? I know. Uh, wow. Snapshot number four from Comey's op-ed piece. This is the Smear Americans one. This is great. So, as he writes, as director, I was determined that the work would be done carefully, professionally, and discreetly. We were just starting. If there was nothing to it, we didn't want to smear Americans. Wait, what? Wait, wait, wait. You didn't want to smear Americans. Just to be clear on this, you charged a rookie campaign advisor to Donald Trump, George Papadopoulos, with no criminal history who'd never been involved in any espionage in his life, 
And Carter Page, a Naval Academy graduate who had actually assisted the FBI in locking up Russian spies in the Buryakov case, you opened a FISA warrant on them. You leaked to the press as at New Yorker piece on November 1st shows the existence of the investigation. People in the inside leaked to David Korn and Michael Isikoff and others the names of these people. You destroyed their reputations, put some of them in jail, humiliated them, and basically accused them of treason. But you didn't want to smear Americans? Folks, this guy is pathological. Jim Comey, if you're listening, because I know someone, we our audience is big enough now that I'm sure somebody sends you this. You are really a troubled human being. How you don't see this is the most troubling part of all. I've made a lot of mistakes in my lifetime. So has Joe. Mm. My wife has made none. But I have made a lot. And believe me, I live with the pain of those mistakes daily, if not weekly, when I think about stuff and I'm in church and I... I beg for forgiveness Mm -hmm. that Jim Comey still to this day has the nerve, the gall to write in a piece that they didn't smear Americans, including his smearing of the president of the United States when he said in an interview that he wasn't sure if he was a Russian asset or not shows you the deep psychological trauma this guy has. He is insane. He is a bad, morally inept, troubled, deeply troubled human being. And it gives me absolutely no pleasure or joy in saying that. Back to photo foresight, just that that same piece. He goes on. If there was something to it, we didn't want to let corrupt Americans know we were on to them. So we kept it secret. You did. You didn't keep it secret. That is an obvious lie. Right, right, It is not true. Look at the piece dated November 1st from this magazine. This was also in the New York Times. The existence of the investigation was leaked. The New York Intelligencer. Thank you. November 1st, 2016. Before the election, folks. If you can do dates, Libs. Final October surprises reveal FBI is probing Trump's alleged Russia ties by Margaret Hartman. How is that a secret? How did you, I don't understand how you kept it secret when someone leaked it to the New York intelligencer in the New York Times. I mean, this is such an obvious lie you know, on our, our website, you know, when we have Bongino.com, we have Matt and writers over there, Lauren, who do really, Blair, do terrific work. And, you know, my wife and I do some pieces sometimes. We will put a correction on a piece immediately if a data point or a fact is wrong. By the way, we're not even journalists. We don't pretend to be. We're opinion people. But we do facts. This is raw. It is just a lie. You did not keep it secret. Only you and your small team knew about the existence of the probe, and then it was leaked to the media before the election to damage Trump. Stop saying you didn't leak it. You're just making that up. Was it Comey personally? I don't know. I don't say what I don't know. 
but it was unquestionably someone in the upper management cabal at the FBI that was running the case. How else would they get the information? The New York Times. Osmosis? It was leaked. Stop saying you kept it a secret. It is a lie. In a litany of lies in this piece. Now, why does he say that? Because he wants to... Oh, my darn it. Dealing with this guy is infuriating. I hear you. He's got an agenda for everything. The first thing was to make Papadopoulos seem like a bad guy so they could justify spying on him. Mm -hmm. The second thing about the Russian agent, Mifsud, he's saying that to make a Russian connection that isn't there. Mifsud was not a Russian agent. He wants you to believe that even though he knows it's false. He said a couple of things. We didn't smear people in photo three. He did uh, smear people. He also used, I'm sorry, I missed something in photo three, but that's fine. I don't mean to keep jumping around, but this is important. He says that they opened the investigation. They found out late July. They didn't find out in late July. They found out in the beginning of July when they sent an FBI agent to talk to Steele, who had made these allegations about Page. Why is he saying late July? He's saying late July to cover his butt. He's saying late July because they didn't open up the investigation in late July. And there is a process for opening up an investigation. And if they were dealing with an unverified, uh, incredible, uh, um, excuse me, not credible source, Christopher Steele, in early July, then somehow they were dealing with the CIA and intelligence agencies about Steele before the investigation was open. There is always a lie. Now, his agenda for saying he kept it secret. I want you to understand what's going on in this guy's deranged head. All right, all right. He keeps saying this because the new leftist narrative to protect Comey. Why would the leftists want to protect Comey? Because he's their lapdog. He is the new Mr. Bigglesworth, like Senator Richard Burr for the left. He's a lap cat, which they pet. Comey comes out and attacks Donald Trump for them. In the left's triage of needs, they're willing to forget that Comey did that outrageous press conference and handled the Hillary email investigation so poorly. They're willing to forget that because the left are transactionalists. In their transactions with Comey now, he does damage to Trump, so they need him. So the leftists have a new narrative, and Comey plays a key figure in, a key role in. The new narrative is this, that the information about the Hillary uh, investigation was leaked to do damage to Hillary, but the investigation into the Trump team was kept secret. Therefore, the FBI, there's no way they were trying to hurt Trump. You yeah. Ombudsman Joe, yeah, stop yeah. me. No, you no, get no. this. Yeah. The new leftist narrative is the spying on Trump to hurt Trump story has to be false because if they really wanted to hurt Trump, they would have leaked the existence of the investigation mm-hmm. and they didn't. They kept it secret. Comey parrots this in the Washington Post despite the fact that I just conclusively proved to you that that is false. Right. With you. They did leak the investigation right before the election. Yeah. To destroy Trump. Right. So the leftist narrative, well, Hillary's information was leaked and it damaged her, but they kept everything quiet on Trump. So they were really helping Trump is not 
true. Comey knows it's yeah. not true. He wrote it despite it being factually incorrect because Comey has his lips surgically attached to the rear ends of the left now to salvage his broken, atrocious, horrible, pathetic, lying reputation. Every lie I pointed out to you in this piece, every lie has a purpose and a reason for Comey. All of those reasons are unethical. All of them are immoral. And they are all being done to advance and attack Trump agenda and to hide Jim Comey's role in the biggest spying scandal in U.S. history. Make absolutely no mistake about what I'm telling you. None. This guy is a fraud. He is a charlatan. He is a Times Square shell game player. And he's not even very good at it. Okay. Snippet number six. Why do I call them snippets? From, oh, sorry, five. Dig. My wife is on the ball. She caught me there. I have six P's. This is number five. Another one. This is a short one from Comey. Comey says, we investigated. We didn't gather information about the, camp, uh, the campaign strategy. We didn't spy on anyone's campaign. Ladies and gentlemen, again, Jeez. an absolutely ridiculous, absurd lie so easily falsifiable by a basic internet search. The New York Slimes, the left-wing activists at the New York Times, have already outed FBI intelligence assets that were working to gather information on the Trump team. Now, I want to be clear and precise with my language, unlike lying, fraud, sociopathic Jim Comey, who is trying to spin you. Ezra Turk and Stefan Halper, Ezra Turk, because that's the name she gave. Mm -hmm. That's not a real name. And Stefan Halper are two United States-connected intelligence assets that were working to spy on the Trump team. Stefan Halper made contact with Sam Clovis, a higher up in the Trump campaign, trying to get information. Stefan Halper made contact with Carter Page repeatedly, a Trump foreign policy advisor, to get information. Stefan Halper made contact repeatedly with George Papadopoulos, trying to entrap him into a collusion scandal. Stefan Halper brings this honeypot over, Ezra Turk, to meet with Papadopoulos as well, probably to try to seduce him and get information out of him. They were spies. Stop playing the silly euphemisms game. Whether you were trying to gather information about the campaign strategy is irrelevant. You were spying on the campaign. Now, again, in the interest of precision, were these dedicated FBI intelligence employees the short answer is probably not. From my sources, and these are not low-level people. Again, I'm not, I don't mean that in a pretentious way. Hey, look at me. I'm just trying to establish bona fides here. Stefan Halper was most likely a central intelligence agency asset. There's a good chance Azra Turk was as well. Those operations overseas 
where Azra Turk and Halper met with Papadopoulos from my sources could not have possibly happened happened without the uh, the 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 the, pr- the the predicate knowledge of CIA director John Brennan. Hmm. I have no doubt the FBI and Comey knew about it. But John Brennan claiming any kind of plausible deniability, throw that out the window right away. There is no way a foreign intelligence operation on foreign soil with a U.S. intelligence asset, two of them, Turk and Halper, there is no way that happened on foreign soil without two permissions. The permission of the CIA and John Brennan and the permission of the foreign intelligence operation on that soil, the United Kingdom. No way. No way. No way in Hades. Forget it. Forget it. Comey is lying. Comey is lying. They did spy on the campaign. Whether they were transmitting campaign strategy or not is entirely irrelevant. That is not even a focus of any serious person's inquiry. They were spying on the campaign to damage the campaign by leaking right before the election, as we just showed you before, the existence of an investigation into a collusion hoax that never happened. All right. Last piece of the Comey op-ed gets worse, believe it or not, because again, he tries to play this little magician game. This one, he indicates that they had probable cause. In Comey's words, by late October, the investigators thought they had probable cause to get a federal court order to conduct electronic surveillance of Carter Page. Page was no longer with the campaign, but there was reason to believe he was acting as an agent of the Russian government. You know what? I have to take notes here to not forget what I'm talking about because this last piece has so much misinformation in one paragraph. In the interest of time, I just want to make sure I get it into bullet points. Number one, they did not have probable cause, ladies and gentlemen. Probable cause on a FISA warrant to spy requires two things. That the United States citizen is acting on behalf of a foreign agent. Secondly, and critically, this is not an or, it is an and, that acting on behalf of a foreign agent is not illegal unless it is in violation of U.S. law. You must understand this because this is Comey's magic act again. They did not have PC probable cause. That Carter Page was acting on behalf of a Russian agent. There is no evidence of that at all outside of a dossier that was from Russian disinformation specialists that they didn't verify. Probable cause requires verified information. The stamp on the Woods file Mm -hmm. that goes to the FISA court it to get the warrant to spy says verified. They did not have verified probable cause. There is no evidence whatsoever that Carter Page was acting on behalf of a Russian agent. Or was a Russian agent? There is absolutely no evidence he was doing so in violation of U.S. law. 
The bribery allegations in the Steele dossier have been against Carter Page have been entirely, completely debunked. 100%. There was no interview of Carter Page verifying that information. There is nothing. It was fake, bogus Russian disinformation. They didn't. Do you understand what I'm saying? They did not have probable cause. Right. They had one thing and one thing only. Steele's information, which was from Russian disinformation specialists. And Steele had already discredited himself by lying about who he was sharing information with. He had said he was sharing information only with his employer, Fusion GPS, and the FBI. False He told the State Department before the FISA warrant Comey signed that he was sharing it with the media. Steele couldn't remember his own story. The Cohen Prague detail, which he seemed to forget eight days later in his dossier. The fact that he told the State Department his sources were Russian disinformation specialists. By the way, Andy McCarthy has a tremendous piece on this in National Review that is absolutely worth your time. It'll be in my show notes today. At Bongino.com. Trust me, it's worth your time. About the difference between informants and sources. Mm. Steele claimed his sources were two Russians. Whether they were the informants directly or were or not. Or through a third party intermediary. Doesn't matter. What matters is Steele transmitted to the FBI. And they made no effort to verify it. And when they did in January of 2017, they found out it was illegitimate. That was uh, other they kids. <laughs> that was, yes. <laughs> Mr. Anderson creeps into the show. Dude. Put up that uh, photo wow. number six. I know. It gets, again, I want it because there's there's, this, there's three chunks of disinformation in this. This is piece. good, though. Yeah. I wouldn't have picked this apart oh. myself like this. No, it's great. Thank you. Yeah, now man. he says Paige was no longer with the campaign. Why is he lying about this? You know what? I, oh, I, let me just keep that up a second. I just want to go back to because I didn't, I didn't even get to this part. Mm. He's saying they conducted electronic surveillance uh, and, and a federal court order because now he's going to blame the court. I, I forgot that Comey's going to blame the court. The court ordered it. You're the ones who told the court what to order. But he says Page was no longer with the campaign. Erroneous on all counts. We need Vince. Erroneous. <laughs> Erroneous. Again, thank you. Jim Comey understands full well what the two-hop rule is. When you spy on Carter Page, who was still communicating by his own language with the Trump campaign, you get who he emails to surveil them and who they email and talk to as well. One, two hops. Basically ensnaring the entire campaign. Jim, stop pretending the two-hop rule doesn't exist. You know it exists. You are lying because that's what you do. Back to photo six. There's one more piece of information in this. But there was reason to believe he was acting as an agent of the Russian government. Talking about Page. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a lie That is an outright falsehood that is entirely made up. There was absolutely no verified evidence 
outside of ridiculous third-party hearsay that Carter Page was acting on behalf of the Russian government or doing so in violation of U.S. law. That is an absolute 100% lie. Jim Comey is absolutely making that up. That is a falsehood. We just dismantled this entire BS garbage op-ed. Please share this with your liberal friends because they need to see what a phony and a fraud this guy is. I go back and forth every day about who's worse, Comey or Brennan, because I'm genuinely at this point not sure. They are both near sociopathic liars. Disgraceful op-ed trying to get out ahead of the story. You think we don't know what you're doing, Jim? Liar. Such a phony. Total for disgrace to this country. All right. Um, today's show, and after this, we'll get to the uh, the Mueller briefing, which uh, up at DOJ, which I'm sure is going to be spectacular. We did not miss it. Through the magic of the Dan Bongino show, we'll make it happen. Today's show brought to you by my buddies at ETS. ETS, what is this thing? Yes. Well, you want to load mags fast? You go into the range, you're wasting a lot of time loading magazines. You're beating the snot out of your thumbs. You got a new magazine like I have on a subcompact where you can barely get that last round in. Stop beating up your thumbs. I wish I had had this in the academy and I wouldn't have spent or wasted all that time loading magazines. What do you do? Here's what you do. This is the ETS speed loader. You take that out like that. Simple. You don't even have to touch the rounds. Slide it over the top of the rounds. Ba 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 ba. Watch. There you go. Magazine's loaded. Simple as that. This is absolutely the best 30 bucks you will ever spend in your life. Your time at the range is valuable. Spend more time shooting, not loading magazines. All right? Improve your accuracy. Don't improve the bone density of your thumbs by giving your thumbs a beating by loading mags. You like that, Joe? Yeah. There's a better way to spend more time practicing with your firearm and less time loading mags. I found the solution with the ETS speed loader, best $30 you will ever spend. This is the fastest loader ever made. It's incredibly fast, gets the job done in seconds. Whoop, put the plunger down, done, just like that. Line up your rounds, scoop them, plunge them, they're right in there. If you think loading one round at a time is the only way, you'll never need the ETS speed loader. But that's not what you think. Use it once for yourself and you'll never, ever load the slow way again. Best 30 bucks you'll ever spend. Regardless of your experience, the ETS loader is the easiest way to load mags and prevent mag thumb. You know that cramping pain you get in your hand and thumb from loading mags? Gone. Gone because of the ETS speed loader. Gone. ETS makes a universal rifle loader and pistol loaders for 9mm, 40 caliber, 45, and 380. Check them out for yourself at loadmagsfast.com. That's loadmagsfast.com and use promo code Dan for free shipping. Go to loadmagsfast.com. Use promo code Dan for free shipping. This is the one for a 45 caliber. It's the best device out there. Loadmagsfast.com. Make sure to check them out. Okay, one quick final note. I'm going to switch over here on my monitor so we can get uh, this Mueller brief. But uh, one quick story before we, uh, we, we go to uh, Mueller, and I'm going to cover this. I'm going to turn the volume up. You can hear that a little bit in the background. Um, the New York Times yesterday, hat tip to Peter Hassan of the Daily Caller, does great work. They tried to run a story about this um, this increase in, in attacks, in anti-Semitic attacks. And the story, you know, listen, anti- anti-Semitism obviously is, you know, I'm, I've been a Zionist for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's obviously unacceptable. But what's fascinating about the story is they write in the story that they try to attribute this to some right-wing extremists. 
But there's a problem with the data. And the problem with the data, as Hassan at the Daily Quarter pointed, these are his highlights, is look at this. They say, well, all, look at this. This overwhelming percentage of these attacks on, on Jewish people were being, are being led by right-wing extremists. But then they report later in the same piece in the data that, you know what, when they couldn't figure out how exactly the attack <laughs> happened, you believe this? Or that they just guessed it was right-wing extremists. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, I don't care if you're right-wing, left-wing, up-wing, north-wing, south-wing, left you're an, an, an abomination to humankind if you're attacking people based on any of their characteristics. But you think the data set, you might want to narrow that down and actually get an answer before you publish that in the New York Times? Probably a good idea. Yeah. All right, I'm going to take a quick break for the Mueller probe. And then when I come back, the show will be cut a little different today, but we will get to the Mueller probe. Do not go anywhere. The show is going to be continuous. You'll hear me talk in a second. It'll be about the Mueller probe again, but this was through the magic of the Dan Bongino show. All right, welcome back. Even though you didn't go anywhere through Paula's magical editing and Joe, uh, <laughs> we just managed to compress a 10-minute press conference into no, into a millisecond. Oh, what a disgraceful press conference. Do you Man. understand what just happened, what Bob Mueller just did? Now, this is what I'm here for. We're going to need a Mueller translator soon. This is what... there, there are, I, I take four takeaways from this. Takeaway number one, Bob Mueller said during his presser, the report speaks for itself, basically insinuating he will not be testifying further. And if he's called to, he will not say anything outside of the report. Why? Why? What is he doing? Learn to translate Mueller's speak. Mueller hates the president. He conducted this investigation to damage his presidency, despite knowing collusion was a hoax when it started. We know this. Mueller does not want to be questioned, Joe, on mm -hmm. Capitol Hill by any ally of the president about when he knew collusion was a hoax. Therefore, translate Mueller's speak, his my report speaks for itself line in the presser means don't even bother subpoenaing me because I'm not going to answer any questions. I'm going to say refer to my report mm -hmm. because... Bob Mueller is afraid of being asked precisely the date he knew collusion was a hoax because the answer is going to be, well, immediately. Well, mm. why did you investigate for 600 days? Well, we wanted to damage the president. What a disgraceful thing he just did. That's one. Takeaway number two. Why does he reiterate the charges against the Russians, the social media company, and the efforts to influence our election? Why is he doing that now? Because there's a dispute out there with declassification coming and emails that are going to be coming out amongst higher-ups in the FBI about the ICA. Follow me. The intelligence community assessment. Remember the 17 agencies believe Russia interfered with the election to help Trump? Remember that? It was released in December. Mm -hmm. Remember that? Jim uh, Jim Clapper on CNN saying, mm -hmm. hey, none of this stuff would have even happened with the Trump team un unless Obama would have, you know, uh, unless Obama wouldn't have told us to do that ICA. Mm -hmm. In other words, throwing Obama under the bus. Follow me here. Mm -hmm. The intelligence community assessment that the Russians interfered with the election to help Trump is garbage. Not that the Russians interfered, but to help Trump is garbage. It's hot garbage. It was released by the Obama administration prior to Trump taking office to set up the narrative that Trump was helped by the Russians, to set up the narrative that they needed a special counsel investigation. 
Mueller knows the declassified emails between Comey and Brennan are going to show that the ICA was based on what? The dossier, which is fake. So Mueller now learned to translate Mueller. He's not being honest. Thank him for his service. Great in the Marines. I appreciate it. That does not absolve you of the disgusting investigation and that atrocious press conference you just did to further malign the president. He is doing this now, talking again and relitigating the Russian efforts that their social media companies to put meat on the broken bones of the intelligence community assessment, which is about to be discredited by declassification. Yep. Bank on it. Take it to the bank, kids. Number three. This is where the most shameful, disturbing part of this press conference happens. In order to, again, give liberals talking points about obstruction into a crime that didn't happen, he talks about obstruction again, and he said something key you may have missed in there. He said, listen, we couldn't charge the president with a crime because the Office of Legal Counsel under the Department of Justice, where I work, Mueller, he does, he worked in the Department of Justice, Uh has said you can't charge a president with a crime. Why is he saying that? He's saying that because he wants the liberals and the talking heads, which you'll see tonight, I guarantee it, you'll see tonight on TV. He wants the liberals to go out and say, look, The president clearly committed a crime. Mueller Mm -hmm. laid it out. And the only reason he didn't charge him is because he was the president. You may say, well, Dan, that is what Mueller said. What's the comeback to that? The comeback is very easy. That is not what Bob Mueller told Bill Barr. Bill Barr, the attorney general, asked Bob Mueller if the uh, failure to charge the president with obstruction was based on the OLC guidelines, the Office of Legal Counsel. And Mueller said no. Ladies and gentlemen, both of these stories can't be true. Either Mueller's lying or Barr's lying. And I will bet you my right arm, and I'll throw in the left as a bonus, that Bob Mueller just lied to the American people about a conversation he had with Bill Barr because he was losing the narrative. Barr specifically asked him, did you not charge the president in your report because you believe you can't because of OLC guidelines and Mueller said no he just said the exact opposite in a presser he is lying 100% yeah caught that dog whistle yeah shameful mm-hmm. finally the fourth takeaway did I say three I have four he says at the end you may have missed it He leaves it in there in another dog whistle, Joe. Mm -hmm. He says, basically, listen, there's a constitutional remedy for all this. If you guys don't think we handled this right. Suggesting again that Bob Mueller wants the president impeached. Uh That's what other constitutional remedy could he be talking about? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, that was one of the most shameful things I have ever witnessed. Bill Barr has to be absolutely livid right now. This 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 broken shell of a guy. And I'm, I'm tired of all the nonsense accolades for this guy. Thank you for your service to the country. And I will condemn you for the awful, disgusting witch hunt you waged against the President of the United States. You investigated a crime that didn't happen. You knew didn't happen. You were given unprecedented access. 
The FBI director was asked to investigate it by the president. There have been no allegations of obstruction. You then lob a false nonsense set of charges left out of context against the president of the United States. You lie to the attorney general about why you didn't charge the president. And then you hint for impeachment in a press conference and disappear in a cowardly fashion because you don't want to go up to Congress and answer questions. Disgusting. Should be embarrassed. All right, folks, I had a lot of other stories. I'll have to get to the rest of them tomorrow. Please spread this show around. We'd appreciate it. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Bongino. Uh, and also subscribe to our, our Apple podcast. One quick note. My wife will kill me if I don't tell you this. On our show notes today, I, with, with the greatest of respect, ask you to please fill out a brief survey we have in our show notes. There's a link. It'll be at the top of our show notes today. It is a, it's run by us. I promise you, we, we are collecting none of your personal data. I, we did a survey last time of our audience. I have none of your personal information. I don't know who answered it. I don't know your names. Uh, it just asks basic demo questions. How old are you? Um, you know, how, how long do you live? When do you live? kind of stuff. It's about 10 questions. It'll take two minutes. It really, really helps us, folks. We have a very small marketing budget here. Um, you know, we're, we're not some of these bigger shows with big backers. This is a private operation by me, my wife, and Joe, uh, and, uh, you know, and other people help us out. Please, would you fill out the survey? We got a tremendous response rate last time. It is in the show notes. It'll be up at Bongino.com under the podcast portion of the menu. Um, just tell us a little bit about yourself. It'll really help us target on some of our ads more efficiently, our show and how to get out there. We would deeply appreciate if you would do it. I'll mention it again tomorrow. The link is in the show notes. Thanks again. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud and follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.